Welcome to a tale of sorting and Dreamcast, where we talk about our favorite books and how we would bring them to life on the big screen. Hello guys, and welcome back to a tale of sorting and Dreamcast. My name is Lindsay. I'm Bridget. And we are finally, finally, <laughs> doing a Court of Silver Flames. Because I finally fucking finished it. I mean, it's a thick-ass bit, like, I was going to say thick-ass bitch, but it is. Yeah. It's a thick-ass book, so I mean... Of course, it's going to take a while. I didn't want it to be over either. Right. So, honestly. So, like, when are we getting the next one? I don't even know. Oh, I know. We don't even know, like, the title or anything or, like, what it's going to be about the next one, huh? No. We know nothing. We know nothing, Jon Snow. No. Hmm. All right. Opening question. What's your favorite or favorite book tropes? You want to go first? Yes. (laughs) What's yours? (laughs) So, I like uh, fake relationships tropes or the like close proximity one where they're kind of where there's only one bed or you know nesta and cassie and how they have to be in the house together Hmm. so yeah by fake relationship relationship. do you mean like p.s i love you like they're faking being in a relationship yeah that or bridgerton p.s i love you i mean told the boys a little bit oh bridgerton bridgerton remember remember when i started watching it i messaged you i'm like it's my favorite trope the fake relationship sorry i'm yelling no worries Uh, yeah that's fine Ooh, (laughs) what's yours i think mine because i know like enemies to lovers is a favorite one but i don't really like like enemies to lovers i think i am more like like bickering to friends to lovers like i just love when two like when there's witty banter between two characters and when they're just like poking at each other yeah and then like one pokes too far and they're just like oh is that feelings where they don't initially like each other when yeah they first meet. right or mm-hmm. if like one of them for sure likes them and the other one's just like mm-hmm. like absolutely oblivious to it and it's just like <clears throat> like red white royal blue yeah so it's like <laughs> stuff adorable. like that where it's like it's clear to everybody but that mm-hmm. person that they're being like loved by someone yeah so freaking cute oh yes. <laughs> uh i also love the i don't know if it's a trope but like school setting oh where, yeah you know harry potter obviously right. just for sure yeah just it feels very nostalgic even though i did not go to a wizarding school but <laughs> like any type of like ac- academy type right. place and, i say yeah. i think that's also one of our favorite like anime tropes oh yes is school setting <laughs> school setting i'm there right <laughs> sign me up thank you oh here oh my, my hero, hero academia yeah. all right so bridget is once again gonna do the plot of this massive book i did tell her that she cut off a lot of the bits because i do feel like there's a lot of extra junk yeah in this book. i kind of skim over the sexy fun times right i mean i insert it like a little bit about. i kind of just i make fun of some of them but Honest, like honestly there's not a whole lot of characters to cast we literally only have three mm-hmm. um but we'll kind of if we remember to do so we'll mention who we casted previously yeah, it's kind for, of like a refresher yeah. of all of our old ones since mm-hmm. it's been been a hot minute since we've done a prithian there you go like a prithian book i yeah. guess or a sarah j mass book but mm-hmm. yeah we had a whole other series come in between that so we did oh we yeah. did <laughs> well i mean it, the, we brought in the whole other series to give us both time to get through like that giant ass book yeah. so mm-hmm. yes <laughs> should we get started yes okay so i split this up into the four parts that are in the book so Ooh. part one is novice so we pretty much pick up right where we left off at the end of Court of Frost and Starlight, that mini mm-hmm. novella, I guess that's what it's called. Uh, Nesta has isolated herself and is living on her own, sleeping with random dudes, using all of recent favors' money, and pretty much getting drunk every single night. 
uh, the main squad, minus more. She's just kind of not there for. I know. This a lot is one of, of like my least favorite parts of this book uh-huh. is how Morris just like pops in and then like yeah. says two things and then pops right out. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. Cool. I was, I was like, where the fuck is she? I mean, we know where she is, but. Right. She's like being emissary or yeah. talking to people about like a peace treaty. And it's I just hope like, we learn cool. about what she's doing exactly. Right. That's the chapter that she should have written. Something like in Moore's perspective about like what we get to see yeah. like what she's doing abroad. That's the that's the chapter I would have loved to see, Sarah. Thanks. Uh, okay. So the main squad minus Moore are debating what to do with Nesta. Feyre initially wanted to give her space to recover from the aftermath of the war with Highburn, but has all been like well over a year. Yeah. Since this happened, like a year or two years. And Nessa has only gotten worse. Distance has not helped her at all in this. Would that help me? I don't know. Right. I don't know. I'd probably, being that I find myself to be kind of similar to Nesta in certain ways, I probably would have retreated into myself even more. Right. Like, I definitely need a Hufflepuff to be like, hey. Right. <laughs> hey, what you doing? <laughs> yes. You want to come out of the dark cave? <laughs> come on. No. Darkness. Oh. <laughs> Oh, should we, right off the bat, refresh people? I mean, we oh, both chose yeah. the same fantastic actress. Yes, <laughs> but um, for Nesta, we both picked uh, Florence Pugh. Yes. So. Queen. Yes. Absolute queen. It's so funny. That was, like, the first character that we both casted <laughs> the same, and we, like, lost our shit. We were like, oh, my God. Bound to happen. So, right. yeah. So, Nesta, we did Florence Pugh. Cassian, I did Luke Pasqualano. And I did Theo James mm-hmm. from Divergent. Yeah. Reese, I did Matthew Daddario. And I did Aiden Turner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Feyre, I did Eleanor Tomlinson. And I did Millie Brady. Uh, Asriel, I did Kit Harrington. And I did Rami Malik. Yes. <laughs> uh, more, I did Teresa Palmer. I did Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. Amarin, I did Lana Condor. And I did Gemma Chan. Gemma Chan, oh yeah. yes. Oh, which is reminiscing, like, perfect, perfect right. casting. Okay. And then Elaine, I did Anya Taylor-Johnson. And I did share Sharonin. Yes. And then we'll get to the other ones. Yeah, we'll later. get to everybody else. But that's like the main core of the group. That's the main like squad. Brought back the to night life. court. Mm-hmm. So Nessa has only gotten worse. What the woman needs is therapy. But I don't know if the High Fae have that. I doubt. I, since we have Tamlin. <laughs> <laughs> I think if a therapist were a thing, our buddy in the spring court would be doing a lot better. Yeah, pretty much. Also, Cassian. Reese wouldn't have nightmares that, like, explode darkness and oh, take yeah. over him. You know what I mean? So, yeah. who needs therapy They're when just you like, have a mate? Fight it out, man. <laughs> Honestly, punch something. If you don't have fine. a mate, you're fucking screwed, pretty much. <laughs> okay, so Cassian is able to pers- er, persuade Nesta to join him at the riverfront house. More like a mansion. It's a, it's a mansion. They call it the house. Right. Like, it's a fucking mansion. Uh, so, at the mansion for a sort of intervention... Oh, yeah. uh, Nesta obviously does not take it too well and Feyre tells her that she is essentially cut off from them mm. and she is banished to the house of wind under the supervision of Cassian which who thought that'd be a good idea <laughs> stupid asses yes so oh, <laughs> Nesta moves into the house where she must split her time training with Cassian in Windhaven up in the Illyrian mountains and working in the library with the priestesses. Uh, Clotho. Yeah, Clotho. Sweet oh. angel. Uh, so, since the house has 10,000 steps that lead down to Velaris, there is no way for her to leave unless someone winnows her or she walks down the stairs herself. <laughs> uh, 
we'll get to the stairs. So <laughs> <laughs> we have very intense feelings about these Honestly. stairs. So either she agrees to this or she is banished to the human lands where she will most definitely get the alone time that she so desires. And can I just say that Feyre, <laughs> I think it was Feyre's idea to banish her with, or banish, like set her off with mm-hmm. Cassian. She knew what the fuck she was doing. Right. Everyone. I'm sure she did. She's like, well, being with Rasan healed me, so maybe yeah. being with Cassian will Everyone heal her. knows that Cassian's in love with her. Right. And he's the only one. The funny thing is, I think she did it more for Cassian. Yeah. She was like, my poor boy's like. Try your best, dude. Honestly. <laughs> what is it? Oh, pining. Like, Good luck, My brother. poor boy's like mm-hmm. pining over her like so hard. She's like, I'm just going to throw him a bone yeah. and be like, hey, look, you and get to go be trapped in a house <laughs> he's together. He's probably the only one that was willing to. Right. I can't think of anyone else that, not even Elaine at this point. No. No. <laughs> Elaine's not doing much at this point. But anyway. Doing much. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not loving her mate, bitch. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> So, while Nesta takes to the work in the library pretty well, she initially refuses to train with Cassian. Each day, they are winnowed up to Windhaven, and despite his best efforts, Nesta refuses to even stand up and sells herself to just watch <laughs> Cassian train. goddamn rock. I mean, same. Freezing I would, her ass I off. would rather just sit there and watch him. So. Right. But she's not really... She's more... Like pretending that she isn't watching, but like girl side eyeing. Oh, of course. Can only go so far right. before people know what the fuck you're doing. Honestly, yeah, and he knows. Of course, he knows. He's like, I'm gonna show off, Matt as well. Right? He's like, I'm just gonna casually take off my shirt. This is while what I you're train. missing. <laughs> Cassian. Uh, oh oh I love boy. Him so much. Okay, so Nessa spends a lot of time refusing to eat, uh, insulting Cassian, wallowing in self-loathing. Mm. Naturally. Uh, while Cassian spends a lot of time trying to not lose his shit by being in close proximity to Nesta because mm-hmm. he's obsessed with her, and the man has major heart eyes for her. I know. Yeah. Poor baby. Poor guy. And she wants nothing to do with him. Right. Not for long. <laughs> for now. <laughs> oh, man. So, Reese has employed Cassian to be a sort of courtier or emissary for him while Asriel spies on the queens across the sea. And he sends them off to gather info from the Band of Exiles, which are Jurian, Vasa, and Lindsay's fave sad boy, Lucian, Lucian. Lulu. So uh, they believe that the queens are stirring up a new war across the sea and are allied with Koshi, who is the immortal death lord who enslaved Vasa and turned her into a firebird. Uh, Eris is also there, being the ever-present asshole that he usually is. I mean, every story needs one. Oh, no, by the way, one. the audiobook calls him Coke J. Coke J? Coke J. Coke? I can't even. Like Coke J. Coke, Coke J. J. Yeah. Oh my gosh, my brain is always just right. like, Don't worry, Coke everyone Coke on TikTok is the same thing. Coke They're like, Coochie, Koshi, Cujo. Cujo. But they, I don't know if that's like the proper way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if like they have a talk with Sarah J. Mass and she sits there and tells them how to pronounce all these things. But what? she in the audiobook calls him Coke J. What we need is a fucking enunciation guide honestly or pronunciation sarah wasn't that in the first one or it was like at the end of the first one i think so and then there was just wasn't one for the rest of them because i remember that like isn't there something that like completely ends the debate whether it's like resand or rysand yeah like there's like an actual like yeah him this is how it's pronounced i mean i still just call him it's rysand but then when it's a nickname it's reese Reese, i don't call him rice you know what i mean (laughs) rice like he's a sad dish 
man's the whole meal. He is never a side dish. <laughs> okay, we're not talking. This Sorry. is not racist, which is kind of funny because <laughs> I did not really like our High Lord in this oh, book. There are yeah. so many moments that I was just like, even someone on Book Talk mentioned that they're like, this is not our mm-hmm. like Wings and Ruin or yeah. Mist and Fury. Resand. Like I don't know. Because we're seeing him through the eyes of someone who doesn't like him. Yeah. Yes. I understand that. But then well, also Cassian, who is begrudgingly like, deals with him. She yeah. like accepts him by the end of it. Right. Oh, I love that part. Okay, we'll get there. Right. <laughs> Continue. Where was I? <laughs> uh, so Eris reveals that his father, Lord Baron, has allied himself with Breolin, who was the human queen that was made into High Fae by the Cauldron, but was cursed to be a old crone forever. <laughs> I love that. Right. So we learn that Breolin has a grudge against Nesta and blames her for her coming out of the cauldron the way that she did. Because like she's the one that goes yeah. in right after Nesta. So basically mm-hmm. the cauldron's pissed. And yeah. it's just like, this is what you get. And Nesta took a lot from the cauldron. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yep, yep. this is all I can do for you. Right. No makeover for you. Like, <laughs> it was ticked off. You should have waited. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So Eris also tells him of his missing soldiers who went on a scouting mission and just kind of doesn't know where they went right yeah tis tisk uh nesta gets a new hobby of stair walking <laughs> a new hobby <laughs> she does it every oh single fucking God. night it's true is it a hobby i don't know so yeah, back at <laughs> windhaven after refusing to train with cassian yet again nesta makes her way into a small shop where she meets emery and well, re-meets emery because hmm? emery's in yeah the novella which is kind of funny because remember we talked about, like, obviously we can't do a whole episode on the novella, but mm-hmm. I was like, there's no one to cast unless we do, like, Emery. And I was, I was like, because it seemed like she was going to come back. Because I was yeah. like, if you don't introduce a character like that, yeah. then, like, Name drop, they're back. coming back. Yeah, right? I was back. like, ooh. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, yeah, Emery. Yay! Oh, let me read the description. Oh, yes. Bridget found physical descriptions for everybody. Yeah. Well, everybody, meaning... Um, Gwen and all of two characters. <laughs> both characters. Both of the new faces. Okay, so let me make sure it's her. A dark haired female appeared on the other side of the counter. Her braided braided back hair? Black, black hair? hair? It says back hair. Really? It literally says back hair. Oh let me just okay. Braided back hair. <laughs> braided back hair. <laughs> okay. So a dark haired female appeared on the other side of the counter. Her braided black hair shining in the lights. Her face was striking, elegant and sharp, contrasting with her full mouth, her angular eyes, and light brown skin, suggested a heritage from another region, perhaps a recent ancestor from the Dawn Court. The light in those eyes was direct and clear. Yes. Emery. Emery. Love her. Do you want to go first on who you casted? Sure. I casted Alexis Lemery. Ooh. Oh, she has Emery in her last name. Oh, my God. It's oh, a sign. <laughs> Fucking bonkers, yo. Okay, let me pull up my picture of her. Here she is. Ooh, I like her. She was in The Half of It, which is Ooh. a Netflix rom-com. Oh. A lady rom-com. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I've, I've definitely seen, like, the commercial mm-hmm. for it. Yeah, so that's kind of the most recent thing she's done. How cool. Yeah. I like her a lot. Okay, so my Emery, I chose Frida Pinto, who is from Slug Dog Millionaire. Ooh, yes. yes. I absolutely love her. Yes. She totally looks like she could kick. Right? Kick mass, yeah. And I, I I, assume she's a little bit on, like, the older side, like, even maybe a little bit older than, like, um, Nesta. Yeah, we don't really know. I looked it up. Age There's no a... age. 
Right. Age is just a concept yes. with these frickers. Like, Nothing makes sense. Honestly. I have questions about the progression but I did of actually child look it up. aging in the Fae world. Right. Like, are we going to get Renesmee? <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned Renesmee a bit. <laughs> and my trauma. I wonder. Of Renesmee. <laughs> we'll get there. Like, is she just going to, like, is Nick's going to, like, sprout? Or are we going to get, like, an actual, like, baby progression? Like, these, these are the things I need to know. But anyways. A sprout bad boy. <laughs> Oh, wholesome. Okay. But um, I actually looked up Emery's age, and it is not ever mentioned mm-hmm. whatsoever. So I'm just thinking, like, late 20s. Like That's what I would assume. Everyone. So she meets Emery, the only person Nesta has been able to have a normal conversation with for over 100 pages. Because they're both broken souls. Yeah. Initial spirits. Right? So... Oh, remember how in Frost and Starlight, after she was introduced, everyone's like, no, is this a love triangle? Because Cass is the one that like goes into the shop and talks to her, oh, and everyone is freaking out. Ra- like, Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't Which, know people were like, flipping, out, flipping, flipping out over yeah. like Emery. So people were kind of not liking her at first, but then once we read this, it's just like, right. oh. How sad. No, 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 not at all. I'm also pretty sure... No, don't know if she's gay, probably bi, because she for sure has a crush on more. <laughs> so remember when I told you that there's two new ships in this book? Mm-hmm. That's the second one. Yes. The second she was like, that's more, and like immediately blushes, I was like, I need this to be a thing now. Please. <laughs> Please. It's so freaking cute. It's adorable. But she also kind of freaks out when Reese like puts his arm around her to winnow her. I mean, he's but then the also high it's, lord. Yeah, like... it's Reese. Reese could turn anybody <laughs> Like, if Joe Biden came in and was like, hey, Bridget, let's go and picked you up somewhere, you'd freak out, too. Like, Did you say the, Joe Biden? He's the leader of our country. Like, Rissan's the Joe leader. <laughs> okay, Bernie. But no, Aww, Bernie. <laughs> the leader we all deserved. Obama, 100%. Right. But, I mean, okay, if Obama, like, came in a car yeah. and was like, hey, Bridget, let's go, wouldn't yeah. you be like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, like, it's Obama, wanting to, like, freak out? Okay. Okay. So yeah, I just find it hilarious that people were initially freaking out, thinking like, she was going to be part of a love triangle. No. But Emery's no. her own queen. Absolutely not. Oh. Okay. So. That's so weird because they don't even flirt. He literally is just like. They I barely talk to each other. Like, yeah. He orders like some blankets for the people and then asks <laughs> her, like literally asks her to just like distribute them to who thinks she, like mm-hmm. who she thinks needs the blankets the most. Like. Yeah. Wow, instant love triangle from that. That's insane. It's probably the youths, you know, probably, coming up with that. right? Like, oh my god, there's a girl in his presence and it's okay. not Nesta. Okay, calm down. I don't even because we meet her through Cassian's like eyes, and I yeah. don't even know like if he mentions that she's like pretty to look at or something. He just comments on her wings, right? Because I know he kind of gets like, oh shit, because of her wings, mm-hmm. and then she finds out that like her dad went with him and did not come back, and that kind of like triggers trauma for oh, him. Yeah. He's like, oh, I f- I'm so sorry. And she's like. <gasps> And she's like, I'm actually, <laughs> right? She's like, no, thank you. Thank you, good sir. <laughs> right? <laughs> Doing the Lord's work. <laughs> okay, um, so while organizing books in the library and arguing with the house, my favorite character. Honestly. Um, who, the house is like trying to get her to eat. He's based, or he, I think it's like a guy, kind of. Aw. <laughs> gender identity of the house so the house is kind of popping up food. non-binary Bridget <laughs> yes okay the house can be whatever the fuck it wants okay the house okay so the house is just like popping up food wherever she is like right. eat eat woman she refuses to eat so stubborn adorable. ass Nesta 
I love uh, like when she's like, "Okay, I want my dinner," and it, like the, it the, it just opens the door, and she's like, "No, I want to eat in here." And he, yeah. the house is like, "Absolutely not." No, no, no. So Nessa is arguing with the house, and she is interrupted by Gwyneth. Yay! It's like, "What are you okay? You good? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Like everything all right?" So here? let me do the description for her. Oh, I'm so Our excited. Queen. So a light female voice had Nesta twisting around, stiffening as she found a priestess in the robes of an acolyte standing between the two nearest shelves. Her hood was thrown back and Light danced in the rich coppery chestnut of her pin straight hair. Her large teal eyes were as clear and depthless as the stone usually atop a priestess's hood and a scattering of freckles lay across her nose and cheeks as if someone had tossed them with a careless hand. She was young, almost cultish, with a with her slender, elegant limbs, high fame, and yet Nesta couldn't explain the way she sensed that there was something else mixed into her, some secret beneath the pretty face. Mm-hmm. Gwyneth. Who'd you cast? Uh, so I've kind of mentioned her before. Ooh. I kind of used her like a possible Feyre, but I think oh. she's more perfect for Gwen. this one. It's Catherine Langford. Ooh. Yeah. I'm pretty From sure. Cursed? Yeah, Cursed and uh, Knives Out. Yeah. 13 Reasons Why. Yeah, she just fits the vibe. I like her a lot. Yeah. Who'd you do? I chose Holland Roden from <gasps> Teen Wolf. Oh yes. yes. I love her. It was the coppery hair and then the big eyes for me. Like, as oh, soon yeah. as I heard, like, big eyes, I was like, oh, because freaking Holland Roden's eyes are, like, bam. She looks like an anime character. She really does. But, yeah, and she's already got coppery red hair, mm-hmm. and she's freaking adorable. And, yeah. I absolutely love her. Yeah. So I think she'd make a good Gwen. Approve. High approval. Right. High praise. So Cassian notices how the house seems to respond to Nesta. It is an enchanted house, but has seemed to have awoken and become almost sentient in her presence. Yes. A face smart house. Oh my god. So <laughs> the house also loves erotic romances and trades them back and forth with Nesta. I think that's like one of my favorite things about this whole fucking book yeah. is the fact that she's like, hey, because she gets one from Emery, doesn't she? And she like puts it down on the desk mm-hmm. and she's like, this one's for you, house. Like yeah. I brought you some new material. I'm like what's your favorite author? And just like <laughs> right? plop a bunch of book pile right. pop up. Yeah. Also, have you heard <laughs> Have you heard the TikTok theory that uh, it's Rasand that filled the house? <laughs> <laughs> Because they're like, how would the house get the books in the first place? Like, if you're filling up the library, who put all these books in there? And they're like, well, it has to be Reese. I mean, Reese knows what the fucks he is doing, so. Right? I think it's either Reese or more. Or both. I mean, how long have they been at that house? I exactly. love this. It's right? like the room of requirement, but. But. For books? Yeah. Oh. It's their porn hub, if you will. <laughs> But yeah, it made me laugh so hard. The TikTok because <laughs> they have Pornhub. They don't. They don't have therapy. They don't have an elliptical for stairs. Is that what that's called? They don't the have therapy, machine? but they have smut everywhere. Oh yes, God. <laughs> they have puzzles. Amron has a puzzle. Whatever, we'll get there. They have some kind of weird Bluetooth speaker thing. But okay, well, oh, the Bluetooth going. speaker necklace. But fuck therapy. We don't need that. <laughs> Oh, we're just, we love this series, okay? Right. We're just, like, bragging say, on it for absolutely pure Absolutely love these characters. <laughs> but oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Cassian realizes that Nesta would never train with him out in the open of Windhaven because of all the Illyrians watching. Like, she does not like to look like a dumbass, so why would she train in front of all these guys who are sexist as hell? Mm-hmm. It's just... 
also I, weird yeah. because they know that she's a quote unquote witch mm-hmm. in their eyes because she can do things. So they're just like, eh, anything yeah. she touches, we must burn. And it's and she, like, <laughs> yeah, oh, I love that. And they're just like, oh, what are you? What are you doing here? Witchcraft. That's exactly right. what she says. She's she like yes. plays into it so hard. She's like, all right, you want to fear me? Mm-hmm. Fear me. I love it. It's great. So um, Cassian decides to move their training grounds back to the house instead. I mean, logically, they don't have to travel up there. They don't, it just makes more they sense. They have a training ground. Why the fuck? Who, whose idea was Which it Which is funny because there? isn't that where Feyre trained? Like, the whole yeah. second book mm-hmm. was just in the, like on in that place? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Maybe Cassian was like, well, I learned how to train in the Illyrian <laughs> Mountains, and so my mate will as well. I don't know. <laughs> well, I also think at this point, um, the there's still, like, conflict happening in the Illyrian Mountains. So oh, I think yeah. he's, like, trying to kill two birds with one stone. Oh, he's trying to show his authority. But yeah. It doesn't really work well. It's it, kind of embarrassing. Yeah. Exactly. Because that's one mm-hmm. of the reasons he's like, get up. Like, please get, get up. up. Because they're, like, watching this guy who's supposed <laughs> to be their commanding officer. And he can't even get a woman to stand up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Cassian moves the training to the house. Tries not to freak out over her in leathers. All right. <laughs> Uh, they make a bargain that she will train with him for one hour, and she can have any favor from him in the future. And then a mm-hmm. tattoo is made on their back. Yes. Which was so, like, hilariously adorable that he just, like, starts looking for it. Where is He's it? just like, I don't, I don't see it. <laughs> what? And he, like, takes off his shirt and then glows Oh, yeah, the and she freaks out. She's yeah, like, oh, she's shit. like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. rippling pectorals. <laughs> uh. But she's, like, looking for it. I was like, you're such a freaking puppy dog he's like i can't find it do you see it and she's like what huh mm, yeah right there huh? yep mm, yep okay <laughs> put your shit back on please <laughs> it's adorable <sighs> okay so nesta makes pretty fast friends with gwen when she helps her locate a book in the library mm-hmm. gwen mm, let's yes bridging the gaps between the books here we go so gwen talks about how she's doing research and she sort of mentions how her priestess supervisor, Meryl, we did not cast her, yeah. uh, used, used to research about the existence of different worlds and how some may overlap. Yeah. And that there are 26 in total, I believe. Dimensions or something And the like sixth one is time. Or the 26th one is time. The last one. Oh, okay. And yes, yes. something has 26 strings. Right. So, yeah. Sarah, we see you. I know everyone, <laughs> mm-hmm. everyone on TikTok. I sorry, I keep rushing TikTok, but I mean that's where everything is these yeah. days. But it's like everyone on TikTok is saying that there's gonna be like a bridge between all three of her worlds, mm-hmm. like Crescent City, Throne of Glass, and Akatar. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, you mean we gotta read Throne of? I mean, not that like I've been against oh. reading Throne mm-hmm. of Glass. It's is a lot of books. It's yeah. a lot of books. It's okay. And I'm just like, oof. You get through books so quickly. My God. Well, yeah. You'll be fine. I'm, well, yeah, because I'm listening to them. It's mm-hmm. just like, oh, that whole series. Because I don't, once I start a series, I don't like to like, I can't yeah. get out of it. So like once You're I in get it. in that series, I'm in it until I finish it. Like there's no way I can like leave yeah. it unfinished. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, oh, that's a lot I'm, of books. <laughs> I'm pretty excited if it's, if that's what's happening. Because I love right? fucking crossovers. I lose my shit over it. Yeah, so. but every, like, theory I see in video where they talk about, like, how all the different things, uh, like, layer together and mm-hmm. how we have, like, a horn in Crescent City yeah. and, like, a harp and now and da da da, da and how, it all, how it's all gonna fit together. And I'm like, all right, well, guess this means I gotta read them. You signed your soul away once Honestly, you read right? Akatar, so. Right? Yeah. Dang so, you, yeah, Sarah, Sarah we know what you're doing. Honestly. Um, I'm, I'm ready for it. Make it happen. Okay, so Gwen also brings up her researching of the Valkyries, which is a 
clan of female warriors made up of all different types of fae rather than just one race. They were, however, wiped off or out of existence during the First Hybern War. Mm-hmm. So no longer do we have Valkyries in this world. So Nesta learns of the darkness within the library that calls to her when she is on the lower levels. She feels a presence watching her and the darkness reminds her of the cauldron a bit. And Nesta tells Gwen of how her and Elaine were forced into the cauldron. And Gwen mentions that the darkness is drawn to her because like calls to like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Nesta continues to train with Cassian and the two of them seem to bond a bit over discussing their mothers. So Nesta reveals that her mother was like a worse version of herself and kind of trained Nesta to be like the perfect wife. And honestly, yeah. It reminds me, her mom kind of reminds me of um, the mom in Bridgerton, Featherington, mm. Penelope's mom. Yeah. How she must wear yellow. Yeah. <laughs> How she's basically just like using her daughter to social climb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So she always thought that Nesta was going to marry like a prince. Yeah. Like Nesta would yeah. be the one to she like groomed her, get them status. Much. And she was very cruel to her. I don't think she ever saw like a good, like a, like a, a warm mother. Right. From her. She yeah. Her parental that. like love yeah. growing up as a child is pretty sad mm-hmm. so cassian tells her of how he was taken from his mother when he was only three years old and she was essentially left to fend for herself amongst the cruel illyrians and then she ended up dying alone it's so sad yeah so at night oh yeah because doesn't he like brings up the fact that he like went back and like murdered everyone yeah. who ever treated her badly yeah because Nesta's like, I'm a terrible person. He's like, oh, bitch, we all are. It's like, have you murdered an entire town? <laughs> right. No. <laughs> because they disrespected your mother? I didn't think so. And he doesn't regret it, so. No, of course not. I mean, it's not like he went full Anakin Skywalker and, like, killed children or, you know, he right. killed all the asshole sexist yeah. men, so. Yeah. So at night, Nesta typically keeps to herself in the main library of the house, so not the one that's, like, underground, but the main one up high. Mm-hmm. Uh, reading romance books. <laughs> the house, being the number one Nessian shipper, refuses to bring her food, so Nesta is forced to eat dinner with Cassian in the dining room. Yes. <laughs> Nesta tells him of the darkness that she saw in the library, and Cassian tells her of the monsters that he fought and trapped in the prison, and of how the one he fears the most is Lanthus. Mm-hmm. Is that how they say yeah, it? Yeah, okay. until they say it. Woo-woo. Ten points for Gryffindor. <laughs> Like, okay, you name drop a monster, he's definitely going to pop up again later. Right, right. You name drop someone, they're coming back. <laughs> so Cassian pisses off Nesta when he brings up her powers and how she's afraid to use them. Things get a little heated, and the house is probably absolutely living, watching this angsty now-kiss moment with, like, a cup of popcorn in the corner, just like, yep. yes, yes. Or the house is like, my plan's going perfectly. Yes. <laughs> Stop arguing, just kiss each other. Right. Uh so much better okay so cassian continues to train nesta and tells her about the blood rite that the illyrian men compete in once a year they are all plopped down into the wilderness without food or weapons and they must kill their way to the top of the sacred mountain ramiel mm-hmm. so this is essentially the hunger games meets the goblet of fire yeah and there's a porky <laughs> literally a porky it's a porky uh, those who survive the blood rite are considered true Illyrian warriors. Nesta comes up with the idea of extending the training invitation to the priestesses in the library. Although Cassian believes it will be difficult to get any of them to join, he agrees to try. 
Which is adorable. Yeah. One day, Elaine comes to the House of Wind to speak with Nesta, but brings up her father, or their father, which sends Nesta off into a rage since she still has some PTSD from witnessing his death, and she blames herself for it. Nesta tries walking down the stairs again later that <laughs> night, but only gets to step 1,000 before turning back. When she comes back to the house, Cassian is smugly waiting for her at the top, and of course they proceed to argue. Nesta resolves to win this argument by kissing his stupid face, which leads to some adult shenanigans against a wall, thus leading to Cassian <laughs> thus leading to Cassian being extremely embarrassed the next morning. Aww. We know what happened. <laughs> so the next day, uh, who shows up? Azriel, and he summons them down to the house or the river house, river mansion. Azriel tells river everyone mansion. <laughs> yes. Azriel tells everyone how he has learned that Queen Briolin and Coach J, Coach J. Yeah. Coach J are trying to acquire the Dread Trove, which are magical objects. The mask, which can raise the dead. The harp that can open doors between worlds. And the crown that can influence anyone. Elaine shows up to suggest that they use her to scry for the trove like Nesta did for the cauldron. Uh, since light calls to light and all that. Nesta gets all pissy and asks why can't Feyre do it. And Feyre reveals that she is prego. Mm. And Nesta agrees that she will try to search for the trope herself. Yes, pregnancy trope. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. We don't love it. I don't... I thought... Like, I I guess I get... I mm-hmm. guess. I guess I get why she did it, right? But at the same time, it's like you literally just spent multiple books telling us how hard it was to have a fade child. Mm-hmm. And how difficult it is and how rare they are. And then, boom, bam, after, like, one whole book, they're pregnant. Yeah. I was like, really? Really? Also, you literally just spent the whole... Well, I mean, I guess it happened in Frost and Starlight where Feyre was like, no, we can try. But it's mm-hmm. like, Feyre literally was like, I don't want a kid anytime soon. And then changes her mind like a fucking pancake. But, oh, it is really hard, so might as well just stop taking my... Yeah, right? My like, tea. it's really hard. So if we start now, we'll probably get pregnant in a couple of years. Not, like, the next Actually, book. Actually, no. <laughs> yeah. I just I was like, really? Uh, really? But I just hate sudden pregnancy right. stuff. I hate pregnancy for plot. I just hate it. But Honestly. I understand to make Feyre not a part of this, they needed something. Someone literally to put their like, yeah, she's f- pregnant so she can't like save the world like yeah. she always does. And I was like, I guess. I, guess. I mean, we could have just. And Reese can't because he's tied his soul Feyre. to her. Yeah. And yeah we'll get another there. we'll get there we'll fucking get there uh, okay. one day after finishing work in the library nesta sees that gwen has signed her name to the paper that she hung in the library Yay. for anyone that wants to join training so oh, so cute yes uh, so part two is blade gwen shows up to her first training day which marks her first time leaving the library in two years mm-hmm. she also reveals that she joined so that she will never feel powerless again Nesta pops back to Windhaven to visit with Emery. She walks into the shop to see that Emery is arguing with her douchebag cousin, mm. Bellius. Nesta threatens him, and after he leaves, Emery invites her to have lunch with her. Emery tells Nesta of how her mother died long ago, and her father died in the war with Highburn, although she does not miss his abusive ass yep. one bit. Yet his family still pops by, demanding that she gives up her shop to them. And Nessa invites her to train at the House of Wind. She initially refuses, but ends up joining a few days later with a persuasion of spices. <laughs> so cute. Spices and tea. Yeah. Like, that's she their... loves to cook. It's so mm-hmm. cute. Oh, adorable. <laughs> so Nessa tries to scry for the Dread Trove while, or with Cassian, 
but is unable to for why, why was she unable to i can't remember she just like wasn't able she wasn't willing to access her powers mm-hmm. pretty much so she's not able to scry at this time later that night she has a nightmare though oh that's right of darkness consuming her Cassian awakes to the house, flashing all of its lamps, basically like telling him to like, run. Wee, wee, it's wee, like, something's wee. going on. Wake the fuck up. like, come on. <laughs> Go get your girl. Save her. So Cassian finds that Reese and Asriel are in Nesta's room as she fights against her nightmare. And she was also releasing this silver flame around her. Mm. Reese slips into her mind and is able to subdue her. And afterwards, Reese tells them that he felt only the surface of her power and that it is pure death he also felt the surface of her trauma and oh, depression yeah. and was like this is it's a lot worse feeling? than i thought and yeah. it's like hello like so many emotions i just i thought this was the point there were like resand and nesta could finally start like maybe being nice to each other in a way because He's been there. He's had the nightmares mm-hmm. that have, like, consumed yeah. everything and, like, brought darkness. They're very similar. Right? Hmm. But Where no. They try to know. make it seem like they feel nothing, but they feel right? everything. Right? Like, to everyone else, they're feeling, yeah. like, so, like, fine, because he's always, like, very coy and very, like, flirty, and then Farah finds out that, no, he's going through a lot of shit, and it's, like, the same thing with Nesta. Yeah. She tries to, like, put up these walls and be like, no, I'm a tough-ass bitch, but literally, she's, like, crying inside. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hmm, if you do, would just talk it out. The next day, while visiting with Reese, Cassian learns that the baby has wings. Or the babe. They call him the babe. I hate that. <laughs> the baby. <laughs> the babe with the power. Oh, no. <laughs> I also don't like that movie. I'm sorry. Yeah, well. So the baby has wings, which is bad news, since fae women who bear winged babies tend to die in childbirth if they don't have, if they're not Illyrian themselves. So happy because yeah, their body's not built for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Which, Cassian, can I just say that it's the weirdest thing, like it's the weirdest problem to have that, like, because I didn't realize that when Feyre like transfigures her wings, mm-hmm. it makes her Illyrian. Like that's never mentioned to us before. Yeah, that it's like when she does that, she like tra- like makes her whole body. She Illyrian. changes her whole anatomy. Yeah, because it's just like her that DNA. was never. Yeah, that was yeah. never mentioned. Never, ever mentioned. It was just kind of like, oh, yeah, she can grow wings. Like, she just, wings appear. So it was just really weird to me that all of a sudden now, Mm -hmm. this is a problem. And I was just like... because when Reese was born, he didn't have wings. Yeah. He can manifest them when he wants. Exactly. So Cass is like, what the fuck? Like, why why does this baby have wings? He's like, oh, because when we did it, she made herself Because she had wings. Yeah, and she was Illyrian. And I was like, but it's never once before been oh she has wings that makes her Illyrian it was just oh she can bring forth wings because of the power that Tamlin gave her so it's just like it was just like her beast form if you will Mm -hmm. but it was never about like her changing everything about her to make her Illyrian which I thought was kind of like ridiculous and kind of like okay we're just creating problems so there is a problem okay (laughs) didn't really like it but whatever (laughs) so bad news women die childbirth babies not good Mm -hmm. Cassian agrees to keep this news from Feyre, so everyone essentially knows that she will probably die, most likely, but they don't tell her to soothe her anxiety. This is the number one reason I do not like Rhysand in this book, because 
I'm sorry, but she is your mate. And like relationships are built on honesty and trust. And it's just like, how dare you take those things and shove it down the toilet because you don't have an answer for this problem. And Mm -hmm. that's why he won't tell her. And I was like, I absolutely hate this. Absolutely hate every single bit of this. (laughs) So mad. Livid. Yep. They meet up at the river house again so Nesta can try her hands at scrying. Nesta asks for the location of the mask and ends up going into super scion mode. She is unreachable by everyone around her except for Cassian. Super Saiyan? Super Saiyan. Yeah. Dragon Ball Z? Yes. Super (laughs) Saiyan. Super Saiyan. So she is unreachable by everyone around her until Cassian flirts with her and kisses her to bring her back. It's just gotta be so awkward. Yeah. They just start making out, and everyone's just like, So I did not know this is happening. Right? And I just love how everyone just continues to sit there. Like, no one tries to do anything. They just sit there and watch them make out. I was like, I think it's funny when it's right. done. Amarin is just like, Interesting. <laughs> I fucking love Amarin. I just imagine Pharaoh being mm. like, Yeah. <laughs> like I've done it. <laughs> Favor in the house are just sitting in the My corner, like high fiving each other. <laughs> They're in cahoots, obviously. So Nesta ended up dropping the bones and stones to reveal that the mask is actually in the Urid, which lies in the monster-infested ancient woods of the middle, where is where the the weaver used to live. Mm-hmm. The next day, Nesta, Cassian, and Azrael set off to the Urid. But upon arriving, Az is pulled into a fight with the missing Autumn court soldiers who are just kind of wandering around mindlessly in the middle. Mm-hmm. Cassian plops Nesta in a tree and tells her not to fucking move while he goes to help Az. Of course, Nesta does not <laughs> listen. Like, it's been like a half hour and she's so like, what's it's the been one too thing? long. What's the one thing she does? <laughs> Get out of the tree. Honestly. <laughs> so she doesn't listen and proceeds to leave the tree and is captured by a Kelpie that drags her into the bog. Mm-hmm. If I could un if I could unread a scene, it would be this. One. It would be this one. Right. I hate it. Uh, Least favorite it's scene. So Telling weird, it now. right? Mm-hmm. It's it's so weird, and it's just there's a part of me that's just like, was it really needed to like put yeah. her through more trauma? Yeah, it's like, essentially like molesting her. Yeah, in, underwater, and it was like gonna rape her, and then like tries to drown her, and it's yeah. just like you shall be mine in a secret weird language that only Rasan can speak. Yeah. It, it was just so weird to me. I was like, she <laughs> literally could have thought of, like, any other way to find this mask. <laughs> any other way. Mm. So she's being dragged into the bog by this Kelpie. Uh, after killing most of the soldiers, as and Cassian end up trapping two of them, Cass freaks out when he sees that Nesta abandoned the safety tree. The while, safety. <laughs> while being dragged under by the Kelpie, Nesta reaches out with her power and summons the mask to her. She did not know she could do this before, but in time of crisis, it happens, I guess. After putting on the mask... I mean, that's pretty normal for, like, situations yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't, wasn't sure I had this power, but when it, I need to, when crisis averts, it's yep. just like, boom, power. <laughs> uh, couldn't have done that, like, half an hour ago? Okay. That's in the safety tree? <laughs> <laughs> After putting on the mask, she walks out of the bog like a death queen, yes. summoning the dead to her, and she decapitates the Kelpie... She yes. loves to kill people that way. Honestly. Decapitation. Her theme song is just like, heads will roll. Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes. Right? I love it. Okay. That's, that's her theme song. <laughs> uh, they bring the captured Autumn Court soldiers to the Court of Nightmares and realize that they are under some sort of mind control. And this means Briolin probably has the crown and is controlling them. Right. 
That night, Nesta and Cassian (laughs) agree to be frenemies with benefits. It took nearly 400 pages of sexual tension for this to happen. It's been 84 years. Honestly. Insert that gif right here. And I bet if they did it in the house, uh, they would have awoken to a congrats on the sex cake for breakfast. Oh my god, yes! The house would have been like, finally! I'm, I'm pretty sure when they're like doing the do, the house is like, okay, bye guys, have fun. Right? Well, like just the mom like that and, one part. and Mean Girls. <laughs> I'm a cool mom. Oh my God. It just like reminds me when she's like, when Nessa's like late at night, she's like, go away, return in the morning. Then <laughs> the house yeah. is oh, like, yeah. okay, fine, weird. What's going on? Right? Uh, Adorable. The house knows what's up. Of course. Okay. So... The house is like, bitch, Rasan used to live here. Like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I occupy my thoughts with romance novels, because I can't watch this. This is uncalled for. Inappropriate. Indeed. So, mm-hmm. uh, the next day at training, Emery and Gwen immediately, immediately know what the fuck is up. Oh, of course. <laughs> they, aren't, they aren't in this romance book club for nothing. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> More priestesses end up joining in the training, and Asriel starts to assist Cassian in training them. I thought that was so cute. Yeah. It's like, oh, you need help? Right. He's like, oh, my hands are full because it's like they're on like a farther stage of training than the other ones are. Mm-hmm. So Asriel's like, oh, I'll take the baby ones. Yeah. It's so cute. Duh. And it's so cute how they always mention how like they try not to be like touchy with them. Mm-hmm. And they try to like keep their distance. Put distance. Yeah. And like Asriel always like they're always mentioning like his hands are behind his back. Like he's very like, no, I'm not going to touch you guys. Like wants everyone to just feel safe and OK. And I'm mm-hmm. like, this is why we love them. Yep. Oh, Asriel. OK. Ow, my heart. Gwen brings in what she has learned of the Valkyries during her research into training. And I actually learned some, like, pretty valuable or valuable breathing techniques. Honestly? Right? I was like, oh, this is interesting. I thought the training bits would be kind of repetitive and I wouldn't enjoy them, but I was actually like, oh, this is... She did her research for these bits. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, It was kind of crazy because, like, things were happening in, like, real life and it mm-hmm. was like I was on the verge of crying like multiple times and it was just like I was doing the whole like breathe in hold and then mm-hmm. breathe out yeah. thing like having Nesta like say it in my head and it helped tremendously yeah. and I was like wow the more you read and then like <laughs> acknowledge your feelings let them wash over you and then let it pass over don't yeah. dwell in it and I'm just like oh it was crazy thank you Sarah right? I, need I was this. like the one thing I actually needed from these damn books yeah <laughs> so I kind of skimmed over this but at some point, Cassian took Nesta down to Velaris to learn how to craft a blade so mm-hmm. that she would know how to wield it. She ended up making three in total. On another day, Cassian is summoned to Reese's house, where Reese, Asriel, and Amran show him the three blades that now have a silver glow to them. Nesta has somehow forged her magic into them and created three magic swords that haven't existed in the realms for a millennium. Mm-hmm. Nesta and Cassian are winnowed to the spring court to meet with Eris, and he tells him about his missing soldiers who, or Cassian tells Eris about the missing soldiers that they fought and killed most of them, but two were alive, so don't be so pissed off at us for killing your (laughs) friends. We saved two of them. Uh, We learn that Cassian also has allergies, which is, like, fucking adorable, and he's trying not to, like, let (laughs) Nesta see. She's like, dude, you're fine. Right. Like, I... Same for me in the human realms. Yeah. And he's, like, sneezing and just, like... like she don't. talks about, like, hay fever and how she always used to get it around mm-hmm. springtime. And it's just, like, look at you, too. I love just normal conversation. Exactly. I live for it. It's adorable. Especially between them. My God. I know. 
Nesta and Cassian are winnowed to the spring court to meet up with Eris. They tell him about his missing soldiers that were found and slain by Cassian and Asriel, but they saved two of them. So don't be so pissed off at him, please. Right. Uh, who shows up but fuck Lord Tamlin? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> who shows up in his own court? <laughs> Having, okay, fuck Lord Tamlin, who is in his beast form, throwing a tantrum yet again. I mean, yes. He's just been in beast form this whole time since, okay. So Nesta remembers all of the shit that Feyre went through with him and how he is the one who turned her and Elaine over to the king of Highburn, resulting in them becoming high fey against their will, yada yada, lots of shit that he did. Uh, she summons her power and threatens to decapitate Tamlin like she did the king. She points at him. I was going to say, she points at him. And I love how he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Like, and she's like, yeah, you down. remember the last time I fucking pointed at someone? <laughs> Look what happened to him. And I just love how he's so like, whoa, okay, no no need to point yeah. fingers, ma'am. Because she's terrifying. <laughs> right. So she does that and threatens to kill him if he tells anyone about their meeting with Eris because it's not supposed to be. And at this point, Eris is pretty much like pissing his pants, which I thought was yeah. hilarious. Eris is like, oh, fuck. Like, bitch has seen me here. <laughs> <laughs> like he's gonna tell my dad <laughs> don't tell my <laughs> don't tell my dad you saw me oh no <laughs> oh gosh okay oh composure <clears throat> after training one day Cassian lets sip about the magic that the blades have and how she is the last one to find out about this once again she sets off in a fury and ends up walking down the entirety of the 10,000 steps right. to go yell at Amran because Amran voted against her knowing about the, the magic swords. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't think it was again, a reason to freak out about. Right. It hasn't even know. been that long. But it's like, why Never. is this the book that we're just keeping everything from everybody? Yeah. This is the book of Court of Secrets. It's like, y'all, you went through a war together. Communicate. Right, like Please. I thought, I thought we've grown these past couple yeah. of books. I don't know why we're just we're not going to tell her. We're not going to tell her. No, we're not going to tell her or her. We're keeping everything from these Archeron sisters. They're not allowed to know anything because they have such great composure when they find out that they've been <laughs> lied not, to. Yeah, right. It's like come on. Yeah. So Nesta goes up in a tizzy to go yell at Amran. Feyre senses their argument and shows up to soothe the tension. Mm. Nesta lets her anger get the better of her and reveals to Feyre that she will most likely die in childbirth and that everyone knows, but has refused to tell her. Has been keeping the secret from her. Right. And Feyre, oh, it's so sad. Feyre's like, what? Wait, what? Like, oh, that broke my heart. <laughs> yeah. Like listening to that, she's like, wait. But right when huh? she says it, she immediately is like, oh, regrets it. Fuck. Right. She she's does just that. Like, oh, she'll just like, no, pull it out. And I mean, it happens. Instantly when, regret. Like, yeah. You lose your temper and you mm -hmm. just say things that you don't mean to say. And yeah. she's just like. <gasps> and Amran's just like, are you fucking joking right, right now? Like, oh, she's like, quiet girl. And just like, nah. Right. Nah. I also love yeah. how Amran like walked in on sexy time with her oh, and Varian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> poor Varian's like, whoa, 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 wait. <laughs> and Amran just like gets out of bed fully naked. And Varian's yeah, like, and she's oh. like, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Uh, hmm. so, These are the scenes I need. <laughs> turned into a movie yes. or TV show. Hulu, get on it. That'd be funny. Is it Hulu? Hulu. It's Hulu? Okay. Yeah. Mm. Remember, they're Disney princes now. Oh my god, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of Disney princes, uh, to stop Reese from trying to kill Nesta, Cassian decides to take her hiking. So, Weirdly. Nesta, <laughs> Nesta wallows in self-loathing again for the entirety of their hike, but by the end of it, Nesta... And she faints. 
Yeah, she faints. Like a dumbass. He's like, why weren't you drinking water? Because she's being a stubborn asshole. Yeah. She won't eat when she's hungry. She's just, I deserve this. Right. Poor thing. She's like torturing herself because she doesn't think her life is bad enough. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. So by the end of their hiking trip, Nesta breaks down in front of Cassian and she reveals to him how she blames herself for her father's death, and she thinks she is undeserving of any type of love. Oh. Explains a lot. Doesn't it, though? The, da, 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 the two of them have a good therapy sesh, which ends up in some swordplay, both sexual and athletic. <coughs> <laughs> Leads us into part three. Oh, Valkyrie. I love it. <laughs> that was the one thing I was like, you could have just had a nice, wholesome hiking trip, but no, no, no. You had to turn around and be like, we did it once, twice, like five times. And it's just like, why? Why? Can you just be normal for a second? No, they can't. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Because they're mates that won't tell each other that they're mates. And so well, they're not technically like, ma- the mating bond has not clicked okay, yet. Okay. We've been new. Okay. Obviously. So back in training, Gwen hangs up a ribbon and tells Emery and Nesta that when they are able to slice the ribbon in two with a sword, they have completed their Valkyrie training. Nesta asks Gwen if she could go to one of the priestess's evening services so that she can listen to music, because that is one of her hobbies besides stairwalking. She yeah. loves music. Uh, and Gwen gets so excited. Yes. She's like, of so course cute. you can. And right. Yes. <clears throat> so that night, Nesta goes to the service and discovers that Gwen is an amazing singer. Mm-hmm. Nesta loses herself in the music and ends up unintentionally scrying until she finds the location of the harp which is hidden in the depths of the prison. Reese gives Nesta the sword that she has forged with her power and sends her and Cassian into the prison to retrieve the harp. They find its cavern, but Nesta is the only one that is able to go into it safely because she is made, and like calls to like, they say this so many times, uh, when Nesta touches the harp... Oh, just wait till you get to Shadow and Bone. Oh, great. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> So when Nesta touches the harp, she is mentally connected to Breolin, probably because Breolin has the crown, so mental yeah. mental well, connection. Crown, and they're both um, oh made made yeah. by the cauldron, so it's just a lot of things are yes. taken into place between the two of them. So they have a mental connection. Uh, Breolin is able to sense her location. The harp speaks to Nesta and asks if she, if it would, ugh. let's have some fun, but right? So the harp speaks to Nesta and asks if it should open a door for her so that she is set free from Breolin's, like, mental connection that she has with her. Uh, Nesta says yes and is released from Breolin's grasp, but the harp also opens another door, which is the door to the cell that housed the monster Lanthus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cassian freaks the fuck out, actually looks terrified, which he never looks scared, but this is the one monster that almost killed him, and yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Tells Nesta to run. Yeah. Full on. Cassian fights Lanthus and tells Nesta to run. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she does so and sees Autumn Court soldiers that were sent by Breolin heading into the prison. She uses the harp to open a door back to Cassian's side, where she uses her newly named sword. Oh gosh. Ataraxia. 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 And summons her silver flames to intimidate Lanthus. She ends up cutting him with her sword, which turns him into flesh and blood, and Cassian is able to land the final blow. Nesta then uses the harp to take him back to the river house, and Cassian is, like, gravely wounded at this point. Yeah. Uh, Were his wings shredded again? 
I don't think so. I think he was just, like, badly beat up. Mm. I mean, there might have been holes in him, but they weren't, like, shredded completely like last time. Oh, I hated that part. Honestly. Oof. Trauma. So, while Cassian is healing, Reese tells them of the winter winter solstice celebration that is going to happen at the Hewn City in the Court of Nightmares. Reese has this master plan and wants Nesta to dance with Eris to show him that he is important to them and to sub subtly hint that they could be together if he promises himself to their fight against Briolin. There's once just like again, no logic behind right. this. Once like, again, not one of Rasan's shining yeah. moments. You're gonna dangle her in front of him and be like, this could yeah. be yours if you like become yeah. friends. Even Pharaoh like, was like, what the stuff? Fuck? Yeah, like, you're gonna use like, my sister? brooding the whole time about it. She's like, um, absolutely not. And he's mm-hmm. like, it's her choice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Rasan. And Cassian is furious. Vanessa's like, whatever. Sure, yeah. I'll dance. I like dancing. That's I fine. love how, like, at the actual dance, I'm pretty sure it's just, like, Feyre and Cassian just making eyes at each other. Like, I fucking hate this. Like, yeah. everything about this is shitty. <laughs> we are in agreement, right. brother. Hmm. So, Nesta asks Cassian to go with her back to her house in the human lands. She walks through the house with him, uh, shows him the drawers that Feyre painted, uh, which was, hers had fire on it. Yeah. Uh, and oh, she also retrieves a rose that her father had carved. Uh, Moore finally shows up again <laughs> and teaches Nesta the Fay Court dances for the celebration. Gwyn gives Emery and Nesta a book about Valkyries. This is her gift to them for the uh, the Winter solstice. solstice. Yes, and the Valkyrie book has an added section about the three of them. It's so cute. Yeah. And, like, the revamping yes. of Valkyries mm-hmm. and, like, how the three of them are starting their own little, <laughs> like, clan. They're becoming so a part cute. of history. Valkyries reborn, all that. Mm-hmm. So, alone at night, Nesta asks the... Whatever, casting pieces out. So, alone at night, Nesta asks the house to make a fire for her. Since the sound of the wood crackling reminded her of her father's neck breaking, mm. she hasn't been able to be near a fire since. She sits in the room next to the fire until it burns out, and the house leads her down to the depths of the library where she meets the darkness again, only to learn that it is the heart of the house. Yeah. Yeah. And she, she lets the darkness envelop her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They kind of, like, have, like, a little bonding moment. It's yeah. so cute. She's like, oh, this is you. I see you. Right. I, like, I'm, I have darkness in me, too. Yeah. And then she blows out the lantern, and darkness consumes her, and, yes, metaphors. <laughs> so the ball happens in the hewn city oh i was just like where's the fucking ball because they kept yeah there was a little bit that she released it of, was like a chapter yeah. of like uh nesta dancing yeah. with eris and everyone was like what is happening yeah. and i was like what oh, is gonna no. happen like what ball is this and it's just like oh it's just christmas again we love a ball <laughs> masquerade anything put that in there that's another trope i love ball just balls in general just like yes (laughs) so the ball in the hewn city happens which also stands as the announcement of pharaoh's pregnancy all right it's so cute Mm -hmm. he like um he lets uh her shield up and like her pregnancy smell which i think is so weird that it's like floral yeah her pregnancy scent like fills the room and everyone's like a baby is coming Mm So Reese gifts Eris one of the magic blades that Nesta crafted, and Nesta begins her dance with Eris. Nesta wins the So You Think You Can Dance title of the Court of Nightmares, and Cassian is insanely jealous. Of course. Rightly Doesn't he, so. like, walk up and start, yeah. like, he interrupts them? 
Yeah, they they dance like a bunch of dances together, and Cassian's just like, hmm, hey. Yeah. It's like, uh, he do just, you like, want? Cuts yes. in, and he's like, I, my turn, mine, it's my turn. <laughs> and Nesta's Get the fuck like, out. Okay. <laughs> it's like, okay, we'll dance. Yeah. It's just and he's really... kind of awkward because he's not really. Yeah. He's in like Illyrian leathers, not right. really. It's just funny because I remember Cassian's like, Reese is probably pissed at me, but I don't care. Oh yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, okay. And then Eris goes up to Reese and just tells him, "I want Nesta as my bride." Immediately, so and Reese is like, "Uh." Oh. My plan went too well. This right. is not what I intended. And Favor's like, "Are you fucking joking me?" Just like seething to the side. It's like you can't just. And you're just like, "Uh, it's not me. Why are you coming to me? It's right. her choice." Like, oh, like uh, it's ridiculous. Okay, but doesn't he play into it though? Because Reese is like, "Oh, I mean, mm. maybe we'll see. Like, yeah, gonna let her choose." But he also like he says like it's her choice, but also kind of dangles it as if like. But I could make it happen if I'm persuaded by something. God. And it's just like, resound. <laughs> if I could slap you, my child. He's not a Ravenclaw. He's really not. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so a much more hospitable winter solstice celebration happens at the townhouse. As compared to the Frost and Starlight version, which was a shit show. Right. Uh, well, with Nesta there. That yeah. Nesta bit, everything else was like very wholesome. But when Nesta is just like, ooh, no. Right. Hmm. And because Lindsay would kill me if I didn't bring him up, I... Lucian is there. <laughs> you don't have this book isn't about him, so like if you don't want to, I'll mention bring him, him up anytime fine. he's there. Our boy Lulu is there, being refused by Elaine, even Once though they're again. mates. Mm-hmm. He gives her like pearl earrings, Livid. I believe. Yeah, uh, like tries so hard. And yeah. then doesn't Nesta have like a cute, adorable moment with Azriel? Yes. That's so cute. I fucking love it. Right. I was like, oh, my heart. Oh, because he gives her this, like, magical light that yeah, she can use it's on like her a, book. Yeah. So it, it's a very like, thoughtful gift. Yeah. And it, like, so means the one. world to her. <laughs> right when she was describing it, I was like, okay, but how do we make those into real life? That would yeah. be nice. Thanks. Yes. And so it was he so He gives cute. her a thoughtful gift because he sees all. He knows right. everyone pretty yeah. well. And she's like, why aren't you next to the fire? He's like, my shadows don't like it. And she's like, like, I know oh. you're lying. Right. <laughs> Right, it's hilarious. You're, we're the same social. Right. What what is social interaction? Like, <laughs> social anxiety. Mm. I'll, I'll go find the dog at the party. I'll be over Honestly. there. <laughs> uh, that night, Cassian goes into Nesta's room to give her his gift, which is a symphonia, Some, symphonia, symphonia, like symphonia that traps music within itself. A magical Bluetooth speaker, essentially. Pretty much. And oh, it is so cute. Because it's uh, all the music that was at the ball, yeah. which she loved. And she's like, how did you get all the people out of it? He's like, well, I kind of went back and asked them. He went them, back and asked them to yeah. play all the music and so he could record it yeah. in a way. And then he goes like to all of her favorite taverns mm-hmm. in the city and records them. And it's just like... It took a lot of work. Cassian. <laughs> and this, of course, she just freaks out because it's course. so fucking thoughtful and she can't handle emotions. Nope. So she tries to return the gift. And he says it's not a fucking wedding ring, and she threatens that she can go to Eris for that. They both start to argue. Of Nesta, course. yeah, always, always ends up in an argument. Are we surprised? And it ends up with something else as well. So Nesta, are we surprised? <laughs> Nesta ends up revealing to Cassian that she never let herself have him because she doesn't deserve him, even though she has wanted him from the first moment that she saw him, and that she deserves someone like Eris who is cruel and like them together what that ensues basically terrifies her yep they end up kissing they have sex again 
Except this time there was some glowing gold thread right. between them. Sounds like a mating bond. Which is just me. so funny because like in every other instance, there's always that like click of like someone being like, oh, we're mates. Yeah. Like everyone always talks about how like it clicks and automatically both people know. But it's mm-hmm. like, obviously it clicked and Cassian knew, but I was like waiting for her to be like, oh shit, are mm-hmm. we mates? Like for her to somehow be like, that time was way different than all the others. And yeah. like to just say it out loud. And I was like, we're not going to say it. We're just, we're just not like, going to um, say it. Well, it's, there's this thing. But also I think it's because she didn't grow up Faye. So she doesn't really know all of that. You know what I mean? Doesn't. Yeah, but. They know about mating. Both of mating, her sisters but... are mated. Because there was mm-hmm. no glowy bits when Lucian found out about Elaine. That's true. And there's technically no glowy bits when Rasan finds out about Ophira. It just, oh, yeah. It the clicks. glowy bits happen for the first time when they're, like, yeah, paint. Right. <laughs> paint. <laughs> like, the only other person that we know that it happened mm-hmm. like this was Kalias and Vivian. Yeah. Where they were, like, they loved each other, very... but it wasn't until, like, they had sex for the first time that it was just, like, mating yeah. bond. It's very interesting because she kind of accepts. They never tell each other that they love each other, but they just know Right, Pretty like much. in that moment, she knows that like, yeah. oh, he's not going anywhere because oh. he loves me. And he full on says, "You're never gonna be with anyone else. It's us, you and me forever." Right? Yep. And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, sounds good to me." Right, but we can't we can't acknowledge <laughs> the fact that it's a say, mating bond. I will not say the word. Right. Ah, uh, whatever. <laughs> so the next morning, Cassian pieces out to go have a snowball fight with his buddies. So cute. <laughs> Three days pass, and Nesta invites Emery and Gwen to the house for a slumber party. Oh my god. I loved it. I was dying. Right? I messaged you. I'm like, they're having a slumber party. It was so <laughs> funny. You're like, a slumber party? You're like, oh, because you said Valkyrie slumber party. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh my god. And I was like, yes. Oh, and then the house is the fourth member of the right? slumber party entertaining them I making little baby she, pegasus it's and, so oh. cute oh she's like no really like the house will do whatever you want and gwen's like whatever i want <laughs> she, i love gwen right and she just like goes berserk and they all get like their own bubble baths yeah and, and they're like, in like their baby pegasus and yeah. food everywhere and i was like this this is what i would do if i had the power of that house i just, love it like, yeah just everywhere. manifest anything even though it's not really real little but, baby pegasi mm-hmm. yeah so Aww. cute Oh, so they have a heart-to-heart of sorts. Gwen tells them of her twin sister, who was murdered two years ago by Highburn soldiers. Uh, the three of them then weave these friendship bracelets. It's what Gwen and her sister used to do for each other. And, like, when the bracelet falls off, it means that the wish has been fulfilled. Yeah. And do they, they make these bracelets with the intention that the three of them can always find each other or find a way back to each yes. other. But Nesta is the one that puts this wish into it. Mm-hmm. Thus making them magical bracelets. Right, little beacons. Yes. So cute. Mm. So Cassian finally comes back to the house along with Azrael, where they come up upon Gwyn in the training grounds, and she slices a ribbon in two with her sword. Nesta and Emery are able to do it too, thus completing their Valkyrie training. I do love that it was Gwen who got it first. Yeah. I was like, yes! <laughs> yeah, because... Like, obviously, it would be Nesta because she's, like, the main character. But right. I just love that each of them gets their own time to shine, mm-hmm. essentially. Their own little moment. Yeah. Hmm. Azriel and Cassian then decide to set up a ever-changing obstacle course. And it takes the girls two months to complete it. And once they do, they look up to see who but Lord Devlin, the head of the Illyrian camp who is watching them. Once again, just a shining moment for our Bat Boys because... 
they tell Nesta, like, oh, yeah, all the other priestesses, there was, like, this mm-hmm. ceremony or something that, you know, that they were doing. So it's just you three. And later on, she finds out that they had warned all the priestesses, mm-hmm. including Gwen, that, like, those men, these strange men were going to be there. Yeah. And the rest of the priestesses decided not to show up to practice yeah. or training. And then Gwen. But I just love how they told Gwen. Like, they made her aware of mm-hmm. her surroundings and be like, by the way, these guys will yeah. watch you Stranger do dudes. nothing else, but they will be there. Just let you know so you're not caught off guard. And mm-hmm. I was like, yes. Thank you. Communication. We love to see it. Azrael's the only one that can communicate. At this Look point. at them not keeping something from her <laughs> and telling her about it. Wow, what a concept. <laughs> yeah. So Lord Devlin is there watching them. Uh, the obstacle course was a qualifier for the blood right competition. So all Illyrian guys have to complete this obstacle course to my jaw literally dropped when they're like congratulations yeah. you just passed the blood like the blood right yeah, qualifier like, and they all just looked at each other like what <laughs> excuse adorable although cassian tells them that they don't actually have to compete in the blood right he yeah. just wanted to prove to lord devlin that yo look at these badass women they can right. fucking do it also to let to. them know it's just like look you guys are valkyries and this is probably as close to illyrian yeah. warriors as you're ever gonna get mm-hmm. like i love how he went through all that just to like give them that like yeah badge of like approval like look at you guys valkyries and illyrians i love it so nesta walks to the bottom of the ten thousand stairs once again just to turn around and go back up and oh the starfall celebration's happening oh she's also everyone is in their best like outfits and she's all sweaty in her torn or was it torn clothing like illyrian leathers and she's just like best night ever goes up and kisses cassie in front of everyone sees amran and apologizes to her for being an absolute stubborn mess. And Amarin welcomes her back to the night court. Of course. Bonding. Yes. Mm-hmm. I do love how Amarin is always like the tough love. Yeah. Like she's just like, I do love you and I will support you. But bitch, You're fucking I will mess. also backhand you. <laughs> like, <laughs> So Cassian takes Nesta on a night out in Belarus and lets slip that they are mates. Right. Don't say the M word around Nesta. Honestly. And of course Commitment? she begins ah. <laughs> Of course she begins to freak the fuck out because being someone's mate is the last bit of who her humanity. All like right. it's gone if she's right. someone's mate Which, essentially. Like, I was I didn't think of it that way, but I guess it would be because like if you become someone's mate then that makes you like full like high faith. Like yeah. that's only a high faith thing. Like mm-hmm us mere mortals don't have anything like that so i was like oh yeah that's mere a mortals. weird way to look at it nesta but okay we have like soulmate but... even though why do you want to hold on to your humanity 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 <laughs> why do you want to hold on to that when they only did was treat you like shit yeah like you didn't have the you best time have fun being right. human. Like, like being human was literally a shit show for you mm-hmm. and it's like so why are you trying to hold on to that let it go <laughs> she will not she's no oh, right stubborn asshole grudge I understand. I hold grudges, too. So, <laughs> Nesta calls in her favor with Cassian and tells him to go back to the house for the night and not speak to her until she speaks to him first or after a week has passed. Right. And that night, Nesta goes to Emery's house in Windhaven and finds Gwyn there as well. As they settle in for the night, they are captured by Illyrians and are thrown into the blood right. That was mm-hmm. a weird night. I yeah. was like, what is happening? <laughs> It was so crazy. Lots of twists and turns going on right here. Right? I had no idea. I was like, wait, what? Like, what do you mean they're coming into her house? Like, what do you mean they're taking them away? Where are they taking them? <laughs> it was insane. <sighs> okay, so last part, part four. God bless. Ataraxia? How do you say Anoraxia? it? Anoraxia? Whatever. Ataraxia. Whatever. Sword name. Ataraxia. It sounds like um, arachnia, like a spider, oh, okay. which is why I remember it, because I fucking hate spiders. Thank you. <laughs> Thank Ataraxia. You 
This is Lindsay, our pronunciation queen. <laughs> Just because of the audio books. Yeah. Because I literally have someone else pronouncing it for me. But yeah. psh, to each their own. You know exactly what we're talking about. Pretty much. Hmm. Nesta awakens in the middle of a field surrounded by unconscious Illyrians. She has had her powers stripped from her and she only has her fighting skills to protect her. She's also in a nightgown. Right. Like, you couldn't put them in normal clothes. They had to be in right. these, like, silk well, remember the, nightgowns. The dudes didn't do it on their, yeah. like, own volition. The dudes were being controlled. Yeah. The dudes. The no, Illyrians. I'm, Matt, I'm talking about Sarah J. Mass here. Oh. So you could have yeah. just put them in normal clothes, but well, okay. She wanted them at, like, their weakest yeah. so they could rise to the top. Yeah. So Nesta kills an Illyrian and takes all his clothes. Right. And they're massive on her. Dude. My anxiety was through the roof when she wakes up and just mm-hmm. sees all these knocked out dudes yeah. that are like training for battle. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <sighs> Talk about the Hunger Games. Nightmares. Shit. Yeah, it's straight up the Hunger Games. I was Honestly. like, Whoa. Right. My God. Ridiculous. So she ends up slaying this one Illyrian beast of a man that comes after her and she steals his clothes and there's weapons in there. Normally there's no weapons in the blood rite, but for whatever reason there's weapons there. She's like, what the fuck? Um... So, also, her bracelet glows when she is facing in the right direction, so she assumes she is leading herself to either Emery or Gwyn. Right. I think uh, that was kind of cool how she would, like, it would, like, beep, 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 yeah. beep, 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 And she was like, oh, I bet this is the way I have to go. It's like, I wonder who it is. We're probably <laughs> right. in trouble. Uh, eventually, she finds Emery nearly unconscious and... Or she is unconscious. Right. And she's stuck to a tree floating down a river. Mm. Nessa is able to retrieve her and happens upon another Illyrian who is nice and shows her a cave that they're able to take shelter in because at night all of these creatures come out. Oh, what was his name again? His name is Balthazar. (laughs) That's what it is. Because I remember I thought it was so weird because that name is usually tied to like something dark and evil Mm -hmm. like a demon kind of sort of yeah so i thought it was very interesting that that's the name she chose Mm -hmm. also we had a dog at my work named balthazar so that's fun (laughs) (laughs) everything goes back to your work and all the dog names yeah meanwhile cassian is losing his shit knowing that nesta and her friends have entered the blood rite and that there's nothing he can do to save her he joins asriel in a mission to retrieve eris who has been taken captive by brielin a damsel mistress Which also, just another little tab on all the ways I did not like Rissand in Mm -hmm. this one. Because I'm like, you're telling me that you, the High Lord, could not... Because in my head, I was like, what if it was Feyre? What if Feyre got taken in the blood rate? You don't think that you would, like, swoop down there and save her? It was just like... (laughs) He was just like, oh, well, it's out of my hands. And Cassian's like, I am your brother, and you will help me. (laughs) And he's like, nope. Not gonna do it. It's like, let me save my mate. You got to have yours. Let me exactly. have mine. He's like, I finally get a little bit of happiness, and this is how you treat it. Like, mm-hmm. thanks. Great. Love you, bro. Upsetty ah. spaghetti. <laughs> so mad. Anyway. spaghetti. I've never heard. You keep giving me new phrases to say, <laughs> my God. Mm-hmm. Eris is a damsel in distress. <clears throat> he I cannot handle how he, it. like, didn't even put up a fight. It would, like, it's mentioned that he was taken, like, pretty easily. Oh, yeah. He just kind of walks into it. Like, <laughs> walks in and his men are like bonk on the head and they just like drag him into that like it's just like, Eris uh, <laughs> what are you doing I just I hope whatever if we get to this point on the TV show they show that but like in past tense so it's kind of more comical and not <laughs> right. like oh shit he's been taken yeah like, not, like intense him. like dun 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 like it's happening just like a, like, like a flashback <laughs> just being like hey guys what are we doing in this forest by ourselves it's clubbed in the back of the head and then dragged I love it Nesta and Emery go in search of Gwyn, but they walk into a trap that has been set by Bellius, who is also in the blood, right? Mm. 
Gwyn surprisingly shows up and has brought a creature from the woods to attack Belius and his posse. I love it because they are terrified for her because they're like, oh shit, she's the one that's been most affected by men. She has like such trauma with them. Right. And then she's plopped in here like, oh my God, she's probably in a corner, like crying, not moving, but nope. And like you see her dress like tied Mm -hmm. up in a tree and they're like, oh my God, they have her. Like, Mm -hmm. what's the worst thing that could happen? And she's like, no, hi. Hi guys. I'm I'm fine. (laughs) She saves them. Right. Essentially. I mean, she didn't become the first Valkyrie for nothing. I love it. (laughs) So the three of them make their way to the Ramiel Mountain so Mm. that they can win the blood rite. They come across a bridge and they have to fight these Illyrians to reach it first. And oh, the fighting. Yes. The fighting description was amazing. Uh, They fight off the first group, like badass Valkyries that they are. Yes. Gwyn. However, there's another group that comes in like, oh, we beat this group, and now there's another because yeah. there's only this one bridge to get. I across. also did really like the little folklore that she like sprinkled mm-hmm. in there about like how like this was the place like how Emery kind of has like a moment because she's like, oh, this was the place of like my ancestors. Oh, and, up like, on the mountain. Yeah, like the mm-hmm. Great Illyrian. Yes, awesome, amazing. So, Gwen ends up getting shot with an arrow in her leg, <laughs> but all three of them are able to make it across the bridge in time. They eventually make it to the mountain and have a choice of going down the safe path and waiting out until dawn or they can climb the mountain and win the whole thing right uh they also have a sisterly moment uh, tell each other their backstories that they've been kind of withholding from each other Mm. so gwen gwen tells them of how her sister was killed by the hybrid soldiers because gwen wouldn't reveal to them where she led their children to safety so the soldiers decapitated her God, there's so much fucking decapitation. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, they decapitate her sister. In front of her. Mm-hmm. Uh, the soldier's leader also rapes Gwen mm. and then kind of tosses her aside and tells his posse to take turns, do men. what you want. But before this but happens, Hazriel shows up and saves her, along with Moore and Reese, who... And murders everybody. Yes. So some hybrid soldiers were able to escape with a piece of the cauldron that her temple protected. And I was just like, ooh, this ties into the... Right? We remember like when that, that happened, they were like, oh, shit, like, they're attacking the temple, let's go. Yeah, and, yeah. because there is a moment where people come in, and they, like, kind of whisper, whisper to Reese, and mm-hmm. then Reese explains to Feyre, like, what's happening, and he's like, they sacked a temple, like, I have to go. Or, like, yeah. they talk about, like, how, like, they were finding the last little bits of these mm-hmm. guys that were sacking yeah. temples left and right. Ah, so I love that. I love that I tied it back to right. the original Right, like, it makes sense of series. why they were doing it. <laughs> So um, ever since then, Gwen has been in the library. So it's been two years of her down there. And she mm. says that she was pretty, like, kept to herself, wasn't talking to anybody until Nesta popped up. Right. Okay. So um, Emery tells oh, them. Oh, that's my favorite trope. Found families. Oh, duh. That's it. Yeah. There it is. Boom. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, yeah, like, found families. That's my favorite. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I was saying in my head. And then I was just like, oh, wait, that's a trope. Found yeah. families. Found families. Yes. I love it, too. Yes. It's mm-hmm. probably my favorite one. So, Emery tells them of how her father used to beat her mother, and when he ultimately killed her, he turned his beating upon Emery, and how she was pretty happy when she learned that his death that happened at the War of Highborn. Yeah, whoops. Uh, So... Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and then everyone was expecting her to be grieving for her father and she's like how do i because to him or to everyone else he was this great guy yeah but to her behind closed doors yeah and he's the one that you know clipped her wings and then just proceeded to beat the shit out of her whenever he felt like it 
And she just, like, opened shop the next day, and I was like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Poor thing. So, um, Nesta's turn. Nesta tells them of how her father died right in front of her, and she blames herself for it. She also tells them of every horrible thing that she has done since then. Uh, but the three of them, like, unite together, and they decide that they are going to climb the mountain and win it just to prove to themselves that it's possible. Like, not to anyone else. Right, just to prove it themselves. to themselves. Mm-hmm. So, Cassian and Azrael finally see Eris leave the castle along with Breolin. They are led to a lake where Eris turns on them with a magical blade that he was gifted by Reese. Under the mind control of Breolin, who's like off in the forest, yeah. being creepy. <laughs> also, the lake. Like, they're like, ooh, a lake. Da, da, da. I'm like, are you fucking joking? <laughs> you guys. <Okay>. Right. <laughs> this is why they need Reese. So, Cochet, or Coach J, mm-hmm. appears just as Azriel zooms off with Eris in tow. Right when Azriel sees him, he's like, oh, fuck, run. And just, like, <laughs> grabs the air and blasts into the sky. She's that song. Run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, but Cassian is unable to move as he is now under the control of Breolin's crown. Because mm. she needs to be in, like, close proximity to someone. Mm-hmm. She can't just do it to anyone that she wants. So Gwyn grows weaker from the blood loss and Nesta carries her on her back for a short while up the mountain. They make their way nearly to the top of the mountain before Nesta collapses and they realize that Bellius and a group of Illyrians are gaining on them. Nesta tells Emery to take Gwyn to the peak while she stays behind to fight the men. Just like that lore. And yeah. Nesta's like, oh, it's Mary. Right? I love it. How she, like, stands her ground while she lets the rest of her party, like, go. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, yes. I love it. Ooh. Okay. So, as Emery and Gwyn touch the portkey and are winnowed... <laughs> Are winnowed to safety. Nesta kills off all the Illyrians that are coming up the... It's kind of like a like a bottleneck, essentially, like yeah. pathway. So she's killing all of them left and right uh, until Bellius is left. Turns out he was in league with Breolin as well. The entire time. Kind of sus. <laughs> not surprised. Uh, just as he's about to kill Nesta, Cassian flies in and kills Bellius himself. Uh, oh, only then God. to turn on Nesta and try to kill her. And then Breolin pops in. You're like, oh, duh. Mind control. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He would never. Of course not. That's his mate. Yeah. But he's still able to kind of break through. Right. It. Like, at first, it's she doesn't see him at all. And then she's like, oh, shit. There's a fury in his eyes. And mm-hmm. oh, now he looks sad. And uh, uh, the eyes to all, y'all. Okay. Did we cast Breolin? Oh, Breolin. Duh. I was going to say, since oh. we finally, like, meet her, since she's, like, finally not this just talked about, but she's in the picture. This bitch. Okay. So, I did Rebecca Ferguson. Ooh. She's in, um, she reminded me a lot, if you've seen Doctor Sleep, it's kind of the spinoff to The Shining, mm-hmm. where she plays the, the villain of that. So, she does Ooh. a villain really well. well. She's also in the newer Mission Impossibles. Oh, And I feel okay. like she's probably in her... 40s, mm-hmm. late 30s, but I want them to make her look oh, old of course. because at yeah. some point she does turn back young mm-hmm. as we're about to get to. So it would be easier to kind of oh, go sense. between the two. And yeah, she looks, looks That'd like be a perfect. Bitch, but yeah. No, I, I like not to insult her, but. <laughs> right, no, no. I mean, but like, so you just have that face where you yeah. can play a bitch very well. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my pick, I didn't I just notice I didn't cut out her photo, oh, but um, I chose Michelle Pfeiffer because of Stardust. Like. <laughs> Because literally in Stardust, it's kind of the same thing. Like, they're yeah. beautiful, right? As long as they eat the souls of 
things. Oh my and god, then, yes. Like at the end of the movie when like time's up and she turns in like a decrepit little old mm-hmm. lady with like barely any hair, I was like, <gasps> Brie Allen. Amazing. <laughs> yes. I love it. But I mean, I guess like when she comes back, it'd have to be someone different. So I didn't think about that part. But me, whatever. They have, well, they have aging, you know, technology now. That's so true. they could very much like her. I Make mean, her they young. have images of her in the past when she's been acting since she was young. That's so. true. I think it'd be pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. I love that. I love <laughs> yes. that. I didn't even think, but that's fucking perfect. Okay. Right. <laughs> oh. Okay. So Breolin tells Nesta that she needs to summon the harp and the mask to her. And when she does this, she will spare Cassian's life. Nesta refuses, and Breolin then tells Cassian to kill. She just says kill. <laughs> Being the smartass that he is, even under mind control, Cassian turns the blade with the intention of killing himself rather than his mate. Ugh. This, when Nesta like realizes what's happening, this sets her power off full blast, and she's like completely consumed by it. She just kind of walks over to Breolin, grabs her by the face, and just unmakes her turns her into ash like a badass Mm -hmm. it's like ooh, i could just yes right so many moments in this are just so cinematic and Mm -hmm. that part right Mm -hmm. florence Pugh just walking over to her and just being like die and cassian just kind of cassian's like jumps on the floor (laughs) she runs over to him is like oh my god are you okay he's like i thought it'd be safe down here (laughs) poor baby um yeah so then finally uh nesta admits that they are mates and Stop they love each other, mm-hmm. and they have a moment. But then, more and Azriel pop in to tell them that Feyre has the gone baby. into labor early. Of course, like two months early. Of course. So they all winnow back to the river house. Uh, the baby is stuck inside of Feyre as she's trying to push him out because of his wings. Mm-hmm. Um, they resolve to cut the baby out of her. Breaking Dawn birth scene PTSD triggered. <laughs> I am already, like, traumatized. Aww. My biggest fear is probably pregnancy, like, getting right. pregnant. I don't know why it just, like, freaks me oh, out Oh, so no, much. there's a lot of health concerns yeah. to it. Like, it's totally a valid fear. Yeah. Like, so anytime... Like, it's, it's such a, I guess, moment. Like, it's so, like, you could possibly die that the Spartans, like, fun fact, the Spartans oh. used to bury the women who died in childbirth next to their warriors. Like, that's how, like, painful and trying that, yeah. like, giving birth is on your body. Mm-hmm. So it's totally a rational fear to be like i don't want to push a child out of my body because everyone i feel like for being a woman you know they're just like oh don't you just want to be a mother and i'm like that sounds fucking terrifying like every time i see someone pregnant i'm just like oh my god not even just like the birth but like all the things like leading up to it like there's Mm -hmm. so many things that can go wrong like if the baby's head isn't in the right position when you go to give birth or like if the baby's flipping like upside down or if the baby like the umbilical cord is like because my brother came face down which is bad so they had to spin him around Mm -hmm. in my mom and the umbilical cord was around his neck like like no thank you i don't want to deal with that like that just sounds so terrifying because you're in the middle of trying to give birth and you just got told that your baby's like in danger like how do you fathom with that yep ridiculous yep so they tried to give her a c-section doesn't work face c-section um i just want to get through this part (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay so as Feyre is bleeding out and dying mm-hmm. and everyone's re- restricting or not everyone, Cassian and Az are restraining Reese from going to her, uh, Nesta summons the harp, the crown, and the mask to her. And, and enters s- the Avatar state. Yes. <laughs> enters the Avatar state. She also stops time so that she has more time to figure out like what the fuck to do. Uh, she ends up making a deal with the mother and the cauldron. Uh, to return her power that she stole. 
so that Feyre and the baby can live. I hate it. <laughs> and as Nesta's power pours out of her and into Feyre and the baby, time starts up again and ta-da, they all live. I absolutely hate when that happens. I absolutely hate when a character that has, like, great power that just finally mm -hmm. starts, like, in order to save the world, they have to give that power up after yeah. they literally just started getting used to, like, it being a part of mm -hmm. them. I think it's, I think it's, like, not to bag on Sarah J. Maas, but I think it's a giant cop-out for, for, like, for an author mm -hmm. to just be like, oh, she gave it up. It's no longer a thing. Like, I don't have to talk about it anymore. And also, like, Nesta's not going to be the main character after this exactly. one. It's like, oh, you're not the main character anymore. I'm going to take all that back from you. Yeah, so, like, what is she going to do now? Like, mm -hmm. if you would just would have let her keep that, like, obviously obviously they're going into war like obviously something else is going to happen yeah. and there's going to be some other big battle and it's like nesta could have been like a key like mm -hmm. component to that because i know like she does keep like a little bit of it mm -hmm. like she has a little bit but it's not as like as much like she's not as powerful she's not like a death god anymore mm -hmm. which is just like why didn't you just let her keep it and like let her figure it out and let her become the badass that she was born to be yep no no so you the same thing that happened to amarin basically happens exactly mm -hmm. you have these like huge power like powerful women and you just like eh, power gone mm -hmm. except Feyre it's ridiculous <laughs> except Feyre unless she's pregnant right. then she has no power at all mm -hmm. then she just she cannot shape shift while she's Which giving birth to so expand funny. her pelvis but okay <laughs> <laughs> which is also just so funny because like when has Cassian ever tried to kiss her cheek this much <laughs> I know <laughs> when <laughs> and it's just like every chapter that Feyre is in he's like I go to kiss her cheek and boom <laughs> like, oh wow like, stop trying to kiss her cheek you dumbass like it's just it's Aww. so funny like i get the sentiment but it's just really funny that like in no other book has cassian tried to be like this affectionate towards Feyre, and it's really funny to mm -hmm. me that he's just multiple times all of a sudden he right? wants to <laughs> all of a sudden he's just like big brother kisses. kisses come here and it's like oh cassian oh, oh man mm. okay we're at the end of this oof Deep breath. So, uh, Reese is a fucking wreck and gets on his knees to thank Nesta, which was like a huge thing because he always said he would only get mm. on his knees for his mate, but right. he gets on his knees for the woman that saves his mate, also his sister, and she hugs him and calls him her brother. Ah, finally. Yes. A breakthrough. <laughs> <laughs> At last. Uh, later, Nesta tells Cassian how the mother let her keep some of her power while she was saving Feyre and the baby. Uh, she also changed her in Feyre's anatomy so that if they ever have children in the future That's they will survive the child about. or you could have just not made this a problem to begin with yeah but whatever oh, yeah. so she changed but like, like did you change elaine's too or right everyone everyone thinks that's really f weird that they didn't right because everyone's like oh if she did then she could have had babies with asriel but the fact that she didn't because i don't think she did because no. i think that would have been a little invasive to just do it without someone like a yeah. wanting to also, or she's B, not know. like no intention of being with a illyrian at the woman well, some people want it but okay i yes. don't want it but whatever <laughs> me either but yes. i think he's too good for her okay yes <laughs> so um reese gifts cassian and nesta the house which i love right he's like Ugh. okay oh and he continues to just shower nesta in these ridiculous amount of gifts because thank you is just not enough for this man oh, of course not uh she tells him that rather than doing that he could just spare no expense for the mating ceremony that her and cassian are gonna have uh nesta walks with elaine Feyre, and baby nix and yx to their father's grave so that he can meet his grandson nesta 
places the wooden rose upon his grave and tells him thank you before returning back to her sisters. Healing. And yeah. That's how Yay, it ends. That's also, how it ends. Okay, this book is like a soap opera. It's ridiculous. All the stuff that we see, so many sex scenes. I wanted to see the mating ceremony. Like, you Oh, know? I'm sure. I am sure we'll get that. Okay. Like, if you think in the next Cassian's novella, not going to let us see it, like, come on now. Because yeah. I also loved it because I remember um, there's like some crackers or something and she like hands them to him because she talks oh, yeah. about a big mating and he's like, oh, I don't know if I want like a giant one. She's like, okay, fine. Here, here's some crackers. He's, he's like, like wait. My only choice is either a huge-ass ceremony or these crackers. <laughs> He's like, excuse me? It's like, oh, yeah, it has to be formal. <laughs> right? It was adorable. Yeah. So I don't, I'm sure they're going to, like, celebration. Mm-hmm. Can next be the those are my favorite. <laughs> those are my favorite bits when it's just them hanging out, you right. know? Like, I love the winter solstice when the happy yeah. part of it in Frost and Starlight. I just want them to just kind of be together. Exactly. Found family. Ooh. With their clothes on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, closing questions. Uh, what's your, oh, I mean, I guess we kind of already said it. Like, do your favorite part of this book? I mean, the sleepover. Oh, honestly, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. gotta be it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Least favorite part? The Kelpie. Ooh. See? Mine would either be the Kelpie or the fact that, which is another, like, I don't remember them doing this. I don't remember it actually being, like, a bargain that they made with each oh. other that Reese and Feyre were, like... I guess they had it off the page. Or... Right, that it was, like, oh, because I remember them being, like, oh, we'll be together forever, but I didn't realize that that pact had equaled that, like, if one of them dies, the other one dies, because I was, like, so you guys stupidly made this pact not even, like, knowing... Like, not even thinking about, like, the kids that you wanted to have, so Nyx is just going to become an orphan, like, they automatically. They weren't thinking about anyone else. They were just thinking about the other Kinda one stupid. Also, them. you're mm-hmm. High Lord. Like, you're just going to leave, like, if, one, if the High Lord dies and the High Lady dies, so you're not only are you going to orphan your poor son, but then he's just going to be thrown in charge yeah. with no one to guide him. And they knew they were going to have a son. Yeah. And they knew they were going to have a son, and they knew that they were going to eventually, like, try for kids, so it's just, like, did you did you not think this part out? No. Like adults. I think it was just a plot device because there were so huh. many bits that but were that's just kind of the thing that like you know, yeah. drives me mad. It's just like you make problems, so it's a problem. You like it could have just not been a problem, yeah. and the story still could have been like decent. Yeah. It was just. Like, I don't know what to call that. It's not a plot hole. It's like a a speed bump. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, a plot device yeah. makes sense. Plot device. Because it is like I remember like they mentioned that early on and. Like, even Amarin, like, shares my anger. And mm-hmm. she's like, okay, well, we got to go figure this out. Like, tries to find, like, a loophole for it because this, they're stupid asses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my least favorite part of the book. Because okay. I was like, you are the high that lord mm-hmm. of a whole court and you did not think this through? Mm-hmm. Anyways. Ugh. I mean, A Court of Thorns and Roses being made into a TV show. So that, like, answer's already been, like, mm. turn this into a TV or movie. Like, it'd be. Yeah. If it gets good and it does well well it already has such a strong fan base right i mean we'll see i feel like it's either gonna be like really good Mm -hmm. or really bad like i don't think there's gonna be i don't know because i haven't really watched hulu like like high quality tv show you know what i mean handmaid's tale you would love oh wait no i've seen handmaid's tale oh that's hulu that's a hulu original Mm. yeah okay but then also the guy from outlander is running it and he did that book justice right they do so fucking good on that show i mean right the books are so fucking dense, but they cut out all the unnecessary bits mm. and put in. Oh, yes. you mean like this one? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so I'm excited for that showrunner. Right. So I think we'll... hopefully it does good. Yeah. I'm excited. Me too. Yes. Florence Pugh. Right. <laughs> even if they don't get Florence Pugh, if they I just know. get like a whole bunch of people that we don't even know, I will still be like yeah. all for it. Me too. All right. Shall we sort so, our two mm-hmm. ladies? Sure. 
Oh. Emery. Uh, Gryffindor? Yes. Yeah. I put Gryffindor. She's like a quiet Gryffindor. Yeah. Yeah. And then Gwen. I put Gryffindor. Oh, really? Yes. I put Gryffindor because I think Gryffindors are the only ones that would be, like, stubborn enough to sit there. Because remember, like, her whole thing is, like, she doesn't wear the gem because she says she's not worthy of it. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I think, because automatically you would think Hufflepuff, right? Is that what you put her Mm in? Oh, would you put her in? Ravenclaw. Ooh! (laughs) I want to hear that one. But, um, Um, I put her in Gryffindor just because I know that they're very stubborn and they're very, like, black and white. So she just, she sees herself as, like, unpure or, like... Yeah. You know, she hates on herself, which is why she doesn't wear it. So I feel like, because I feel like a Hufflepuff, or I don't know about a Ravenclaw, but I'm personally a Hufflepuff, <laughs> but I feel like eventually, like, they could be not worn down necessarily, but they could be reassured that it's like, no, you can wear it. Like, yeah. it's okay. Like, everything's, like, cool down here. Like, we won't judge you. And a Hufflepuff would be okay. like, okay. But a Gryffindor would be like, I am not worthy. Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> also, she becomes a Valkyrie first, so. Yeah. Okay. So, why so she I put her in Ravenclaw just I mean, she, she keeps works bringing, she brings research to them and she's excited about it. Like, right. look what I found. Look at this. That's like, true. Valkyrie notes. She's, like, educating them on, like, everything. The history, the lore of Valkyries. Not just because she works in a library. Like, I I don't, don't think they had much hobbies down there. Honestly. I wonder what she did at the temple. Well, I don't know, because if she, if her and her sister were, like, ran the temple and they, like, mm-hmm. took care of the kids, like, I'm assuming she was just, like, a priestess in training anyways. Yeah, she must have done something similar. Yeah. Uh, Oh, those She's kids were also, probably orphans. Yeah. Oh, I hope they're okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. Also, she's very, uh, can, like, think on her toes pretty quickly. You right. know, when they're put into the blood, right? She Honestly, because you think, like, Gwen being the one that's, uh, like, the sight of men kind of, like, freaks her out a mm-hmm. little bit. So you think, like, she'd be the one to shut down the most. But honestly, she's probably the one that, like steps the fuck up yeah, yeah like she not only got away from them and like found clothes on her own mm-hmm. she like brought a fucking monster <laughs> to devour them like she's on it yeah and it's like poor so, emery yeah, if not ravenclaw gryffindor yeah ravendor yeah mm-hmm. gryffindor right and then just either a really smart gryffindor or just like a super smart gryffindors exist <laughs> <laughs> or just like a super like headstrong stubborn ass ravenclaw yeah. which i mean Oh, yeah. and then Breelin. I mean, I... Oh, but would a Ravenclaw grab the wrong edition of a book that they were asked to grab? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then freak out about it because they're going to get yelled at. And then what did we... Nesta uh, Slytherin. I put her in Slytherin, I believe. Yeah. I think someone, though, on TikTok mentioned that she'd either be... That everyone puts her in Slytherin automatically, but that she'd actually be a Ravenclaw. And they had mm-hmm. a pretty persuasive argument. And oh. I was like, ooh. Because there is, like, she's very, like, self preservation mm-hmm. oh no wait, that's slytherin i can't remember why she was ravenclaw but it made sense it made oh. sense mm-hmm. i was like ah you're smart smart cookie <laughs> but yes the thing about the houses is that you can very easily go either way it's not yeah. like oh no this yeah. person is this this person is that right you're never just like strictly one thing it's yeah. like it's more so like what does someone's what are their ideals and like what did they what want? do they want like what do they believe in yeah yeah mm-hmm. so yes and Breland, i don't know Breland's a squib she a squib. She literally a squib. She was like a mortal queen and she mm-hmm. jumped into a cauldron to get powers. And the cauldron was like, fuck you, it's squib. Like, I'm, hu- I'm ugly. I don't want this. No. Yeah. Mm. Dislike severely. She was a muggle that got turned into a squib. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Downgrade. I think what I always forget to do something. Oh, no. It's Did usually just that? like, um yeah, that's it. We casted, sorted, mm-hmm. talked about the whole plot. What are you currently reading? Or mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to do Shadow and Bone. I'm like... Okay, so I did not plan 
accordingly i'm like oh fuck it comes out next weekend oh. and i don't i don't know if i've given enough time in between reading the book to watching the show right so i'm wondering and generally if i watch something and then i read it i like it more Ooh, but when i yeah. read something and then i watch because it all it i do higher standards it. and then i would be like oh i would read it and then immediately watch the show so i'll be like oh like fresh out of your mind so i'm wondering things. and i'm probably gonna watch the show it's on netflix so it's just gonna yeah. drop all at once i think i'm gonna watch the show without reading it and i'll just read it immediately after okay and i'll be like oh this is interesting but yeah, i'll sure. continue on with the rest of the series so i'll probably do that I think that'll be easier for you, too, to just, like, not rush through it and be able to just, like, yeah. read it at your own pace and then, like, go for two and three without having, mm-hmm. like, a time limit on it. I'm kind of excited from the show. Like, the trailer just looks so... Right. Which Ooh, is... What's yeah. going on here? What I had planned for the show is not, like... Because it's way more inclusive, like, The Crows. And mm-hmm. since it's more stuff that's, like, not in the book, I don't know how much of, like... Because I talked about splitting into two. We might just put it into one. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. We'll see. Um, yeah. What are you reading? I'm currently reading, I've been, like, through a, <laughs> I've kind of been killing books left and right. Oh, yes. I, since <laughs> the last time we talked, I finished Song of Achilles, I then started the Lunar Chronicles, and I've already finished Cinder, and I've just started Scarlet, Yay. and I absolutely adore them, and they are super cute, and I'm, like, dying. Those books are so much fun, yeah. especially if you're a Disney fan or, like, a right or like a a fairy tale fan it's so fun because it's a sci-fi take on it right and it's like Mm -hmm. there's there's obviously like little nods to like oh Mm -hmm. like how she loses this glass slipper and like all that fun stuff and like little nods to like the actual fairy tale but it's cool and like Mm -hmm. how she's like how she built a world around this fairy tale and it's like it's still the fairy tale but it's completely her own telling of it and i like it so much oh and then like cress well cress is introduced in the at the end of cinder you see her okay. for a little bit because she calls She's her. She's in a, a satellite as opposed to a tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, that's so cool. It was really <laughs> adorable because while you're reading Cinder, there's a part where it literally talks about like, oh, this blonde girl pops up on my port screen oh, and right. she has okay. like this hair that just goes everywhere. And I was like, I know who that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny because when I was reading that, I was still up in San Francisco uh, and I just pictured Grace, who's oh, my yeah. best friend, Grace. Hi, Grace. I know she probably won't listen, but... <laughs> I just imagine her as Cress. It's right. literally, it's Oh, my her. God. It'd be perfect. She is her. Well, I mean, even from the moment where, like, she's, like, hyperventilating mm-hmm. and she's explaining to Cinder everything and Cinder's like, can you just speak? Like, tell me what you want to tell me. Woman. <laughs> right. It's very be fun to do adorable. when we get to those. Yes. I'm, I'm super excited. excited. Yes. Uh, what are you watching? Um, Let's see. I'm trying to pace myself on animes because I've been <laughs> killing those left and right, too. I'm still in the middle of Jujutsu Kaisen, and I'm trying so hard to pace myself on Haikyuu because um, I kind of bought the third season on DVD <gasps> because it's the only place I can find it dubbed. Yeah, it's impossible to find. Yeah, so even though it's only 10 episodes. It. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, but I bought it, but they they haven't sent it yet because it's still like pretty new on DVD mm-hmm. market, so it's not like... But then I also bought uh, seasons one and two on DVD, so I now own all that. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> but I'm trying to pace myself on the second season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you currently watching anything? I am re-watching My Hero Academia. Oh, that's right. Very much in the anime world. Yay. I right. Just because like, the fifth season is coming out, and I kind of let the fourth season get away from me, and I hate not knowing and seeing stuff just kind of pop up on TikTok. I'm like, I'm just going to... Right. But I hate True. just picking up i tried to pick up where i left off and it didn't feel earned like i wasn't on the same emotional level right. as the characters so i was like i'm just gonna and i can't watch the first season again i've seen it like three times so Honestly. i picked up in my favorite arc in the second season yay um oh i watched wandavision 
it broke my fucking heart yes i cried welcome, <laughs> welcome and then to the club. <laughs> i'm watching falcon and winter soldier oh i haven't started that yet it, i don't know oh, why but i'm it. scared i'm like scared to watch it like wandavision like broke me in half but i'm just like listen it's not as it's more fun but there's definitely some like trauma right because i'm like winter soldier is like my favorite person so yeah. i'm just like don't hurt him oh good luck <laughs> exactly so, yeah it's a toss-up between anime and marvel right now yeah, for me pretty much and then next weekend i was gonna say shadow i'm just like bone. i don't want to start anything new because i'm just waiting for shadow and bone because mm-hmm. i know i'm going to devour That's that all I'm show on saturday yeah i'm just gonna like blah, 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 blah. yep and then cry because ben barnes because <laughs> <laughs> uh, i love that man yeah all right so what's our next thing, i think, think our next one well since you're not going to do shadow and bone if you finish song of achilles mm-hmm. it's a pretty fast read that'll probably be your next one or i don't know we'll figure it out okay yeah that's we'll the next there. one i had on the list but and we'll do the lunar chronicles i was gonna say but we'll do those like episodic and not yeah. we won't break it up because we got OCD. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, my OCD will not allow me to do that. So <laughs> if we start the Lunar Chronicles, I mean, which we could if you wanted to do that instead, mm. we could start the Lunar Chronicles and then just get to Shadow and Bone later. Yeah. After we've all had a chance to watch it. Because Jane will be joining us on the Six oh, of Crows yeah. ones, or Shadow and Bone, because we all read those books together. We all Shadow bonded over Crows. Six. Because <laughs> six, 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 six of Crows. Six of Crows, I think, is kind of what started our little book club. Yeah. Or at least me coming into the book club because you two have or, were already reading things together and I was just like, I want to read. And that's mm-hmm. like, because uh, Six of Crows was my first audiobook on mm-hmm. Audible. And Amazing ever since then, it's just book. like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Amazing audiobook. Yeah. I've listened to that one. Oh, it's good. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, okay. We're done. Finally. Yay. God. <laughs> All right. Big ass book. Okay. Honestly. Mm. All right, you guys. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs> keep reading and keep watching. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>